What's happening, Arsenal Nation? It's your boys Adele and the Baker with a post-match quickie. We sound way more optimistic than we should right now. I guess make me stop the intro music. I don't know if you laugh like that. Alright. How you doing, Adele? Not too good. I was thinking about this earlier. Yeah. The highs, really high. Yeah. Like super high. The lows, which is what I kind of currently feel, they're low, man. They're real low. I feel like there have been more lows than highs over the past, well... I'm going to say like two weeks. I was going to say like seven years. Are you talking 2013 and on? <laughs> let's let's get into that a little bit. Let's let's let's, kind of a... let's get into the quote unquote past. Well, let's let's tell the people what we're talking about. So it's your boys Adol and the Baker with another Scarf Life podcast. Post match quickie. Post match quickie. We, we got just... we got too much branding going on. By we, the way, we we just got back from losing. Yeah, we did to the Los Angeles Galaxy. Second team. No, it's, oh, guys, see what you did there. Yeah, LAFC. Yeah. LFC, yeah. Carson, Carson City. Yeah. I prefer our original roast, FC Hollywood. They really are the original FC Hollywood. So we lost that game. 2-1. That was no fun. But, you know, we did, have, we did get to have some fun along the way. Well, it's always fun. But... Let me say something real quick. Tell him. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is taller than he looks on TV. Yeah, I mean, dude's like 7'11". <laughs> he's, a, he's a freak of nature. Human beings are not meant to be that proportion. Yeah, I don't like him. Yeah, no, it, it, it's... Uh, I mean, you looked over and, and like, uh, it was during the national anthem... And our boys are lining up, and their boys are lining up. And, like, he is noticeably tall. Like, soccer is one of those sports that and height, big. height matters. Yeah, he, he doesn't play like a six foot five guy. He plays like he's 5'5", five five, yeah. all nimble and, and, and agile and stuff. But then, you know, he's like uh, a I, foot I, taller I, than the nearest defender. I think the word is agile. He's agile AF. Nah, man. Um, he is a specimen of of human evolution at this point um lebron james if lebron james decided to go into wrestling he wants to be an olympic wrestler right lebron james would be good at it he is a human specimen he is an athlete he is muscle arranged perfectly zlatan falls into that camp if Zlatan tomorrow decided I'm going to be an Olympic-level swimmer, no problem. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be a volleyball player. I'm going to be a baseball player. He is an athlete. He is physical. He is dominant. And uh, I think the boys had it more or less under wraps for, let's go ahead and say, 80 minutes. Uh, the 10 minutes where they didn't have it under wraps, it cost us the game. That's what cost us the game. So let's get into the game. So we just lost 2-1. To the Galaxy. FC Hollywood. We, let me ask you this question. I think 
and you correct me if you think I'm wrong, okay. which means you will agree with me. We were definitively the better team in the first half. Yeah, by, uh, by all quantifiable metrics. We looked better, felt better, we, we had we, more chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, RSL was the better team for the vast majority of the game. That's just, that's just a fact. That's that's not up for debate. Uh, we created more opportunities. We created more shots on goal. We created more uh, possession, better passing. Just all in all, RSL was the better team for the vast majority of the game. But but soccer's tricky. Soccer doesn't really care about that. I have uh, I have the stats up. I, I'm actually kind of curious to hear these because I haven't seen them yet. Well, I'm reading them off as I see them. So, looking at shots. Right. 18 shots for us, 11 for them. Sounds about right. I think on frame is where it gets tricky. Shots on target. Five for us. Three for them. Right. That's, I think, the difference. Possession. 53 us, 47 them. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I would have guessed like 60-40 minimum. Passing accuracy, 83 us, 79 them. Sounds about right. Chances created. I, I never understand this, Dad. How, why is chances created different than shots on target? Uh, chances created is, I, I would actually go ahead and say that this probably favors RSL the most. It is the ball to the attacking player that doesn't result in a shot on goal. Three them. To us. Really? Yes. Interessante. Seven to four in our favor in corners. They beat us in fouls, ten to seven. <laughs> Good win. Offsides, five us to them. Yellow cards, one us to them. Yeah, that was that was weird. So it's just a weird, weird ninety minutes plus. The the first forty five mm-hmm. felt to me from the stands like right. we were in control oh first 45 if someone's like hey rsl's winning this 3-0 i'd be like no doubt about that yeah. no doubt play it better we're right. better mm-hmm. way Feel more like dangerous in the attack our defense even shut them down cut them off before how how many times did i lean over to you and say man zlatan already looks gassed at least twice. Right. In the first 45. Like, they just looked tired in the first yeah. 45 minutes. They they did not look like they came to play. And I thought, Severino played. Well, uh, let, let's, go, let's not get into individual details just yet. Okay. Then the second 45 happens. Right. First. And we're still the better team, I think, for the majority of it. Not the first 10 minutes. I would they, say first they yeah. were the dominant team for the first ten minutes of the second half. I right. thought, right? We had that one chance, and then it took a moment of individual brilliance from their new guy. What's his name? Pavon Christian Pavon. It was a beautiful move. Great goal. And I know both of us, you and I have both crapped on Aaron Herrera's performance over the year. I thought he had a really good game. 
he had that one down play where he let him pass him. Yeah. And that was a goal? It, it, it resulted in a goal. Yeah, it was... Um, it, it, it is indicative of what... Like, I, I think it's what we love about footy, right? It is the fact that you can be the worst team for literally 80, 85 minutes of the 90-minute mark. But as long as you are better in those key moments and finish your that's chances... That's all that matters. That's really... Like, like ultimately, that is it. It, it is... Uh, it that's is, why the number nine on any team gets paid a lot of money. The hardest thing in footy, soccer, is putting that ball in the back of the net. Right. I, I mean, I, I remember in the in the first half, you like, and we are literally creating chance after chance. I mean, just just shot, maybe not necessarily on. It was some half chance. Yeah, uh, resembling I mean, on or, frame, yeah. like like time and time again. And you look over to me and you go, man, if, if we don't, you know, if we don't uh, pull one of these away, we're going to get punished. And I'm yeah. thinking, no way, no way are we going to be, you know, hurt by this. Um, and yeah, it, it was just like this inability to, to be clinical in our finishing in the final kind of section of it. That did that sense. They, they were better, I would say. I w uh, here's my thought. It, this is a post-match quickie. Right. Keep it, keep, it, keep it tight. Real Salt Lake was better for 80 of the nine, of the 90, whatever, four or five minutes of the game. Right. But it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters, like you said, is do you finish them when you get them? I feel like we got them and we didn't finish them. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's very RSL last year or the year before regular season. They got a couple of them. And they finished a couple of them. They, they, they got like three of them and they finished, they finished like two. two of them. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, you look at those ratios and it's it, it just wasn't good enough. It It was... Like, there were times, and, and not a lot of times, I want to be very clear, it was very brief moments in time where RSL looked like they were the team that hadn't rested their starting 11. They were brief. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Fun. Let me put it like this. We play that game for another 90 minutes, right? Uh, all of a sudden, FIFA goes, hey, a regular season game goes 180. We win that game 5-0 or 5-2. Um, it just it, like if I had to point at a fault of RSLs lately, it, it's this like panicky. We know we're better. We know we should be winning, but we're not. So yeah. like throw everything against the wall. Just just go 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 go, and it showed like like it's it, it's nervousness. I don't know how else to put it. The guy seemed nervous. So, can I bring something up from the last podcast? Nike, just do it, bro. The last two podcasts. You and I have had and still have, I think, mm -hmm. a serious difference in opinion about starting the strength of the lineup. We start in New England. Right, yeah. It's the we rested key guys for New England 
with the anticipation of getting three points tonight. And we we got one point in New England. Yes, we did. We got lucky. Which we, we got lucky. We we stole we got, one. We got one point. Yep, I'll acknowledge that. I'm still gonna say that I think a full strength, mm-hmm. fully focused RSL team on Sunday in New England gets three points. Yeah. And then we get zero points tonight. Right. So we did the same freaking thing we did earlier this season. With Pecky. Yeah. Montreal, New York. Yep. Yeah. Well, we got we, we did worse. It was a little it was a little more points. It was a little more well thought out in my opinion. It was a Wednesday it was a Wednesday, Saturday and or Sunday. Something uh, like that. Yeah. This was like a yep. Sunday, Wednesday. I mean, that's the only difference here. We did the same thing. We started less than the ideal lineup right. in game A. And then Montreal. Yeah. And then less than the ideal lineup, basically, in game B. Right. We we, and we uh, get zero half-assed points. two things yes. instead of full-assing one thing. Ron, what's Ron Swanson? Ron Swanson. Never half-ass two things at once. Full-ass one thing. Yeah. And... That's what this was. It, yeah. it, it felt more to me like we were like full assing the Galaxy game. We were. And zero assing the New England game. But I, uh, th- that's the just, results don't match that philosophy. I and, get that. And, I, and we did have this discussion on, what, on whatever, last podcast. Tuesday. Yesterday. Yes. <laughs> we had this discussion yesterday. Oh, if you listen to this tomorrow, which is more likely. On account um, of it's midnight. A couple of days ago. No one's gonna care if you don't get the points. Right. So I'm I'm looking at tonight and I don't think Freddie could have done a whole lot more to prepare this team. We weren't like out coached, we weren't outplayed, we weren't, you know I think uh, we outplayed them. We were the dominant team. It it ultimately came to an inability of key guys to finish. That's what it was. Like, that's not on the coach, in my opinion. Like, I don't look at tonight and go, man, Freddie really really should have prepared these guys more. Like, that's not what happened. Yep. It's, it's... But he should have been... Demir, Corey Baird, uh, Sam Johnson, Albert Ruschnack, uh Jefferson Savarino. There's just some dudes that should have been, like, 5% more clinical than they were, and they, they couldn't do it. Yeah. And that's ultimately what it came down to. It's unfortunate, but it is that black and white, in my opinion. Key dudes couldn't perform when they had to. But I think one of the jobs of the head coach of the team is mm-hmm. to anticipate that too. I no. Th- I okay, th- hold on. I, I think starting a full-strength lineup against New England... Right. And also starting a full strength lineup. That's essentially what Galaxy did, by the way. And the with their so, games. Yeah. Yeah. They had the same spread of days in between they, games. Literally identical. Same. Well, we had a f- an extra thousand miles or something to travel. But who cares? Like if you're on the plane for four if hours. If you're on the plane, you're on the plane. Yeah. yeah. Um, And this is the time of the year of the season where that should not be a matter. Yeah, um, I'm I'm a pretty big fan of like rotation and and getting uh, dudes rested and no 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 like year round. Like I 100% thought that tonight 
the difference would be the fact that our guys were rested and theirs weren't. Like, I genuinely believed walking into Rio Tinto Stadium that the, the, the difference maker between us getting three points and them getting zero points was the fact that our dudes had a week and a half off and their guys were coming on four days of rest. That obviously didn't happen. Yeah. Obviously. So um, we need to, we need to, here, you mentioned something earlier. These games. Go ahead. You were talking about, you know, like anticipating. I think it's the coach's job to anticipate, okay, Albert Rushnok's having a bad game. Here's how I go around that. Okay, Demir Krylock's having a bad game. Here's how I coach around that. The entire attacking group had an off night tonight. There is no way you account for that. There is no way you plan for that. It doesn't exist. It doesn't. Like, there were some dudes that, in my opinion, straight up just didn't do their jobs tonight. And that is why we got the L tonight. I think it was mostly the finishing. Right. I, I, I think if you are an attacker for Real Salt Lake tonight, tonight any you, offensive you, player. So you let, owe let, the fans let, let's, an apology. Let's get into... Uh, a couple of the players, because I would like to read some of the comments, because I was just reading through some of the comments. Some of them were really interesting. Yeah. I can't... Okay, I, I thought mm-hmm. tonight, for the first time in a while, our outside backs... Herrera Toya. I, I did a good job. Yeah. Her, her, yeah. Herrera got beat on that one play, mm-hmm. and that led to the goal. Toya had a couple of silly mistakes, but I think overall... He always recovered. Always recovered. Overall, both of them, I thought, Mm. did well. I would actually go so far as to say that Toya probably had the best game of the season. His best game of the season. I haven't thought about that, but that, that, that... I wouldn't be like he was. I wouldn't be shocked if it's best if it if it is his best game of the season. He was all over Zlatan. I thought our center backs. Good. I thought just uh, he had that one play where Zlatan just dropped him. Mm -hmm. But he recovered. He was a little too anxious. Yeah, he got nervous. I thought Justin Glad had one of his better games this year. Yeah. Same with Nedham, I'd say. Same with Nedham. Yes. He had a goal. Well. He had a goal. Right. Oh, it's his goal. Actually, let me check that real quick. No, yeah. Go ahead and check it. But it's definitely Nedham's goal. It was a header. I thought Louis... Yeah, Nedham's goal. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought Silva had a, an incredible game. Silva didn't play. Yeah, he did. You're thinking Everton Luis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you meant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Silva did, which, Silva's which, on the bench which the whole time. Which is scary. Yep. Uh, Luis had an awesome game, especially first half. All over the place. Yep. I thought Kyle Beckerman broke up broke up some good balls. Mm-hmm. I thought my player of the match up there with Justin Glad, by the way, right, is uh, uh, Savarino. And actually, yeah. I, I I jinxed it. I said, watch him sub out Savarino. Right. The only guy who looked dangerous. And he brought in Bofo. And just to be clear, the actual goal was, in my opinion. Like, Bofo was the one that put that on frame. Let's be honest. No, he didn't. Uh, Bofo Bo- took a shot. 
yes. from like 40 yards out or something. Right. That that Nedham got that, it that barely also, ahead to. That also bounced off the ground. And into Nedham's head. Yeah. Yeah. It, Who put it over the goalie. Bofo had, so. Bofo had a good game. Bofo, you know what? Let me, non-politically correct, Bofo has balls. Yeah, the, the kid takes some weird shots. Yeah. And it's great when they go which, in, but which when also, he takes the bicycle, yeah, yeah. kind of bad. I thought Sam Johnson had a decent game for what he was provided with. Yeah. Um, and I think this is the key point you and I disagree with. I think Sam Johnson was barely okay. He, yeah, I disagree. He, he had some good, like... He was better at distributing the ball to other guys than I think he was That's at receiving the part ball. Part of the job. That's why I of the get key that. But like at some point, job. let one rip from this. Like I don't know, man. I this was the kind of game where I expected him just to do more, and the inability to do more was very apparent to me. Yeah, I completely disagree. I I, I thought Sam Johnson had a good game. He fought offensively, defensively, distributed the ball well, which is, again, part, a major part of the number nine role. You have to mm -hmm. distribute, right? Especially in our system. You're in the back. You distribute. I thought uh, Damien Krylak had one of his more passive games of the year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you and I were watching different games because I passive. feel like Damien... I didn't say bad, just passive. Now, he was pretty involved, in my opinion. Um if anything, I would point out the fact that he wasn't getting the ball as much as I would have liked. Um, the only things I can think about, when I mention, when I think of Demir Kralak in this game, I'm thinking of losing the ball quite a bit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mis well, misplacing passes. Those sorts of things. I mean, it is a post-match quickie. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that like I've watched the replay. I will watch well, the replay with There's that no with that in mind. I yeah. just I don't recall that. Um, do you want to get into the rest of the rest of the games? No, I want to get into a couple of comments. All right. Rachel Bryant says, "Just say Rachel B." Uh, no, I want to say Rachel Bryant because it says right there. Right, but like. Rachel Bryant says, Arsenal will be lucky. Uh, I will not read the whole comments because, you know, after a, a bad game or Pe loss. People are emotional. People yeah, tend to pe be emotional. People get right. into detail. So I might not read the whole comment because it might mm. take a while. So And don't read more than like three or four. Rachel Bryant says, Arsenal will be lucky to make the playoffs. I, I think she's on to something there. If we play. Here's the thing. We didn't play that bad. Um, no, I thought we were the much better team in the first half. But we got zero points to show for it. Yep. If things continue the way they continue, if if we can't figure out finishing, we actually might be in danger. Like it's uh, the, it's, it's I, that I close. I disagree. I think I just think guys will figure it out. There's there's not zero. Obviously, mathematically, there's a chance. I think there's no there's no way our soul does not make the playoffs. Right. There's a chance of it. We host a uh, playoff game. Probably close to zero at this point. But I wouldn't say close to zero, but close. Houston might beat LA. Yeah. It's happened. Chris Trusty, oh, I like this one, so, says, so much for resting most of the starters on Sunday. Yeah. They looked more tired than LA. I agree, Chris. No, they didn't look more tired. That's the part I disagree with. RSL was the better team for literally 90% of the match. 
We just couldn't yeah. finish. Yeah. That has nothing to do with rest. That's just like an inability yeah, to finish. It, it's execution. Right. Prissy Velasca says, should have finished our chances, just like you just there said. There it is. That's all that I think that is the differentiator in this game. And now, Carlos Labra says, we need to be more intense and our defense. You've seen our defense. Okay. So I'll just write it as it is. Disagree. I think our defense did well. Yeah, I think defensively this was one of our better games. The second goal is a little iffy because I think at that point we were throwing dudes forward, trying to get numbers on the ball. Um, that first goal was kind of... It was a nice goal. I'm not here to take credit away from Pavon. Um, yeah. But, man, like was, defensively was a, we were sound. one time Herrera got beat. Right by Clearly by that beat. by that point we should have already been up two nil yeah minimum yep yeah do one more final comment let's go with Kyle Webb mm -hmm. I will not read the whole comment but just the first part he says are any of us really surprised any time there is hype he says leasing up to but I think he leading. means leading up to a game for any reason RSL chokes and loses that game yeah I'm pretty surprised I'm not gonna lie after the first 45 minutes I thought there was no doubt in my mind we're winning this game like zero like yeah. I would have bet large sums of money on the minus, fact that we're winning minus the typical soccer logic that if you don't put them away right you get punished. Right. But even at that point, like first 45 minutes in, I'm like, you know, only a matter of time before something promising goes in. I felt good about uh, or after the 15th, 30th and the 45 minute mark. Mm -hmm. And then the second half happened. At least the 10th minutes of the second. Let, let's face it. That goal by Ibrahimovic at the second half. Eh. 80 minute mark I think that, that stuff happens right anyways uncontested so before we get into the playoffs because we will have another podcast at some point let's get into some of the other scores real quick yes I mean if you want to I don't really think it's worth mentioning quite yet no they're all final you know? go for it alright so Minnesota direct opponent of us in the playoffs uh -huh. beat Kansas City 2-1 yep. Kansas City was up 1-0 for the longest time the Galaxy Houston doesn't matter. Portland Timbers tied the New England Revolution 2 2. LFC Houston, by the way. Right. What did yep. I say? LA Galaxy. Oh, doesn't matter. Uh, and then San Jose at home lost to Philadelphia. That one's huge. That one bails us out big time. With a score of 2 to 1. So if you go to the standings real quick, at this very moment, the Western Conference, I'm just going to list off the top. You know, LAFC obviously top. They just actually did clinch the Supporters' Shield. They are officially the Supporters' Shield winners. The most anticlimactic finish to the Supporters' Shield. Yeah, because they ever. lost or went, uh, they didn't have a win in the last five. The next three teams, Minnesota, at 52 points, LA Galaxy now at 51 points, and Seattle Sounders at 50 points, all clinched playoffs as of today. Officially, huh? Officially. All right. RSL at this point is at 47 points. 
three points behind Seattle. Then we have Portland Timbers at 45 points, two points behind us. Then we have Dallas Cowboys, excuse me, FC Dallas at 45 points, just like the Timbers, and seventh. And then we have San Jose in eighth at 44. Then we start dropping drastic points here, right? Like four plus points, five points in this case. So it doesn't matter. Beyond eight doesn't matter in this case, right? Right. The thing to consider and remember here is that Seattle has 50 points. We have 47. Remember what the first tiebreaker is in the MLS? Wins. We both have 14 wins. Right. So we, in theory, have to advance. If we, we have two games left, I think we have a schedule lighter than Seattle. We will not get into the schedule. That's probably like next week, long forum yep. discussion. Yep. yep. At this very moment, we're in fifth. Looking, if playoffs started today, we're looking at a one-game playoff series, not series, but one-game playoff uh -huh. in Seattle. Right. I feel optimistic about that. We have two games left, Houston and Vancouver. Home and away. Realistically, should be six points. Realistically. Ideally. And Seattle has, uh, we will not get into the details, but they have a little tougher schedule, which means we're hoping Seattle drops or does not win one of those games, which would then, by a tiebreaker, put us ahead of us, which could put us in a position to host right. Seattle at home. Right. At this point, LA Galaxy has four points more than we do, and they have the same schedule we do, or at least the same right, opponents the, the inverse, we do. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Chances of them getting less than four points, because they're four points ahead of us. Pretty slim. Slim. But you never know. I, yeah, yeah MLS, gonna MLS. I mean, remember, we were out decision day last year. MLS, gonna MLS. I just don't see us overtaking LA Galaxy for third. Right. And while mathematically we can still take over Minnesota, who has a tough schedule. Right. They, it, that, which does include Very LAFC. Yep. I, I, don't, I, I don't think that happens. Right. I mean, if I'm LAFC, like my starting 11 is never seeing the field again until playoffs. Well, yeah. Because you've, you've you just literally one. clinched, and you got the uh, supporter mm -hmm. shield. So right, number your your number one guaranteed, no matter what happens. Rest yep. Vela, rest Latif. Realistically, we're fighting between third and four, fifth, like uh, eighth. Third might be a stretch. We could do third. Point. I mean, third would mean that we're four behind LA Galaxy. Right. No, actually, no. No, it's not gonna happen. LA Galaxy has 16 wins. We have 14. So we have to win out the rest of our games. So is LA Galaxy second now? Third. Minnesota second at 52 points. And Seattle's fourth. Right. Seattle's fourth. Yep. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. So tonight we, Tonight was we, a big we night. We are realistically fighting between fourth and fifth. Right. We're list, realistically fighting for a chance to host first round at home. Mm-hmm. To hopefully win and then get LAFC. Right. Which I'm fine with. Get it out of the way early. Yeah. I, you know, hopefully it gets to that. I disagree with the last comment I read. I think 
we're making the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. At this point, not making the playoffs is a pretty catastrophic failure. Uh, the playoffs should be hopefully. We would have to get close to zero points. We'd have to get zero points, I think. Clo- well, at least close to against two of the league's worst teams. Right. We we got to get uh, anything short of six points in the last two games. I'm walking away disappointed. And in, in the next long form, um, we can talk about everyone else's schedule. Sure. Real quick, Javier, we, there, there's a yeah. new decoration in the stadium. Javi Mo, the maestro, Javier Morales, he had his number uh, not Godfather. retired. He, it wasn't retired, but it was placed next to Jason Crisis. The the second name up there out of you know out of the the myriad of people that have rocked the Clarendon Cobalt. Yeah, that was just a special moment. That was incredible. That was yeah. awesome. I think Javi Mo. You and I halfway jokingly uh, said earlier tonight when Nick Romando and I think Herrera mm. were trying to like dribble through players a yard away from our end line or goal line okay that they were trying to impress javi right because that's what javi used to do right that the skills put, small put dude, passes put, put dudes uh on instagram made him famous for all the wrong reasons yep yeah no i think javi mo <clears throat> javi mo is one of the four guys you know, we, yeah. we we halfway joking. We're talking about Tony Beltran on the Mount Rushmore of right. RSL. Sure. In my mind, there's four names that are the first four names. Right. Jason Kreis. Obviously. Javi Mo. Number two is already up there. Kyle Beckerman. Makes sense. Nick Romando. I'd switch the order, but yeah. No, it's it's not in order. Sure. I, I mentioned the last two because they're still active. Right. That's, that's yep. the only reason. They're currently playing. Um, I would say it's, yeah, oh man, Nick Romano and Kyle Becker. It's a toss-up, <laughs> obviously. I mean, for like, me, I say Nick Romano just because he's officially retiring, whereas I, yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. I genuinely— I, I, I'm even talking like five years from now. Oh, okay. But, yeah. I, I literally mean like right now. I genuinely believe Kyle Beckerman is retiring at the end of this year. It's just not in his nature to go ahead and talk about it already. I think if you're building two tr- two statues at Rio Tinto, it's Kyle Beckerman and Nick Romano. Oh, I think if you're building not Javi Mo? A third. Mm. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, it's a coin tie. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's the four. The, those are the four. Those are the four guys. I, yep. I, did, I did say a, a couple of months ago we should build four statues one in each corner yeah. of the stadium. Actually, we can do it. And you got, you got Jason, you got Javi Mo, you got Kyle, and you got Nick. Yeah. That's the four statues. Right. Give it a funky name. The, the, you know, call it the four corners. <laughs> you know, go with it. Why you know? not? It's better than section 26 sure, or section sure. 11 right, no, or I whatever. Get you like, yeah, it's, it actually kind of dope. It's a Kyle Beckerman right. corner or whatever. Yeah. Uh, those are the four. That that's that's the Mount Rushmore. Right. Everyone else is behind. I would say drastically behind. Oh yeah, Godfathers. Yeah, the dudes that, that that fundamentally not only shaped like the club and like like results, but how fans feel about the club. 
When was Wait. the last time you and I sat in our seats at halftime? Never. Except for tonight. Yeah. We watched a dude. And, and, and honestly, was, the seats were full. Who is cutting onions in section 35? <laughs> Cut that right the <laughs> out. Didn't need that. I'm out here good. crying. I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah, nah, it's man, good. It, it's... So I think I think about goalkeeper a lot, you know, because we know Nick Romano's retiring. Yep. And so, like, next year, you have a great shot stopper. You have a great dude at penalties. You you a, a calm presence out the back. If the dude can't play with his feet, I'm thinking, that's a garbage keeper. Yeah, who the and hell? the yeah. only reason I think that is because we had Nick Romano, who is arguably the best dude with his feet in MLS. Goalkeepers. Goalkeepers. Right, obviously, yes. Yeah. Um, nah, it... It, it was a magical moment, and and I think uh, last, uh, the not last yesterday night, you and I were talking about dudes who are here for the paycheck, and Albert Rushnak's name came up. I I threw it out there. We 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 didn't say just for the paycheck. We said the lack of character. A suit. We yeah. said a suit. Yeah. I think w- you you look at Javier Morales's eyes as he's giving a speech and here is a dude that two years after the fact is still invested the most he cares the most mesmerizing comment of that comment that he was making the the little speech yeah yeah was that i never got to properly i'm not sure if he said properly say goodbye right that matters to him absolutely I think Nick Romando gets a chance. This is why I disagree with you. This is uh, Kyle's last year. Mm-hmm. I think Kyle would like to properly say goodbye. Here's what that looks like, in my opinion. He walks out halftime, goes, hey, guys, love you to death. We're going to try to get all three points tonight. Probably my last game. And by probably, I mean definitely. I love you. I have loved what I've gotten to do here. I'm, I'm a salt-of-the-earth blue-collar dude. Like, like I think Kyle. I think Disagree. Kyle. I think, I think Kyle, Kyle will say goodbye. Um, I'll, I'll bet you anything. I'll, I'll put money on this right now with good odds against me. Okay. Kyle announces before March, before May. Right. This is his last year. Next year. Yeah, I, think I, he wants I to could see that happening after Callback. I mean, after uh, Nick Romano. Yeah, just not still as light. I could see that. No, not even that, but. The, there's it's, a why not take on sure. like uh, close to a million bucks <laughs> extra I mean, and not like, steal someone else's life it, it's six it, figures it, yeah it, it would be poetic for them to retire together i always envisioned that happening but the if, idea of them not retiring not together yet, if he has not yet announced it i don't see why he would i, I don't I just, think I, I think look let me say it this way i hope it doesn't happen that way because mm-hmm. i want to give kyle a send off like what I think we should give Nick next week. Yeah, next yeah. Game. I mean, literally Nick Romando chants for ninety minutes. RSL Nation, I can't stress this enough. If you are not chanting Nick Romando's name for literally the vast majority of the game on Sunday, you're doing something wrong. And we're the dudes who make fun of people who right, chant right. Nick I invented Romando every time. I invented he, like, nose. teasing. The the over overdone Nick Romano chant. No no no. Yeah. Um, hey, why don't we do this? 
What are we gonna do? Let me throw it out to you live on air. Yeah. Like a Necromando quickie. Like Friday or Saturday or something. Dude, I could talk about that man till the day I die. Friday night. You, me, two mics, a computer, and a train connection. We go on a specific Necromando podcast. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a short one, Arsenal Nation. There's not really that much to talk about. There's, yeah, okay. I mean, I love the man till I die, but, you know. Um, we can talk legacy. We can talk numbers, history, yeah. successes. I mean, you have to remember, he won two MLS Cups, one with us. DC United. And was it DC? I feel like it was DC. Maybe I know he spent some time in Florida, but that team. There was no Florida team at that time. No, there was. MLS. Yeah, it was not that team. It was. It was right before DC United. If I'm not mistaken, Tampa Bay Rowdy. No, not Rowdies. Rowdies were definitely not Rowdies. My bad. My bad. My bad. Hold on. You're thinking Luke Mulholland. I'm not thinking Luke Mulholland. I'm if you're thinking Rowdies, you're thinking Luke Mulholland. Nick. Nick Romano Championships. Where's my phone? I'm I'm doing a quick Google. Bro, I mean, you, you should... gotta you gotta start using voice. No, because we're recording a podcast. Miami Fusion, fam. 2000, 2001, Miami Fusion. Oh shit. And then uh, he was MLS so Pro Forty. So and then DC Miami, United. Miami folded an MLS team, so they're putting. Never mind. Let's yeah, let's not get into that right now. Hold on, let me check honors real quick. Yeah. Supporter Shield, Miami Fusion. And then an MLS Cup with DC United in 2004. That's what I mean. Okay, that's the one. MLS Supporter Shield 2006 with with DC United. Okay. And then a good old-fashioned MLS Cup 2009. Anything pre, like, 09 for selfish reasons. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't count? No, it's like amateur league. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> it was like six teams. Not really. I'm exaggerating. All right, listen. We're like 40-something minutes into it. It was a long quickie, but in our defense, a lot to talk about. Yeah. RSL Nation. It's it's, been, it's your boys. It's your boys at all in the Baker with the Scarfly Podcast. Quickie, quote-unquote. No good result. But... As has been the trend over the past couple of months, others seem to bail us out. So, hey, all that matters is whether or not you win the last game of the season. Two games left. We'll be back at you with a Necromando quickie. Adios, Arsenal Nation. Love ya. Goodbye.